With a low on the Colts offseason, guys, let's jump into a mock draft. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. for tuning in and making us your first list of the day. It's your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Zach Hicks. I'm joined today by Destin Adams, my colleague over at HorseshoeHuddle.com. And uh, guys, before we jump into anything, uh, Jake is going to be a little MIA this week. Uh, he's traveling around the country at these pro days and stuff, and he's had some personal things come up as well. So, uh, Destin, thank you for filling in, and we're going to have some fun today. We're going we're gonna to do a mock draft for you guys, uh, and if you guys are watching on YouTube, we're actually going to put the mock draft simulator up, and so you guys can follow along there on YouTube. So if you guys are listening on audio, that's fine. We'll still read out a lot of things that we're doing, but I do highly recommend going over to the, to the uh, Locked on Colts podcast channel on YouTube and checking out the, the video stream. So, Destin, I'm going to get it set up here. Before I do, though, talk about who you want it for. You know, it might be – it's a mock draft simulator, so we might we might have to take uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud there at four. Who knows? Yeah, things <laughs> might get crazy. I mean, I mean, I think, I think this is my third straight week on Locked On. Every time, it's only with one of you. Um, I, was, yeah. I was I was with just Zach two weeks ago. Last week I went on with just Jake. Um, now I'm back with just Zach. So uh, I'm super excited to be here. But yeah, I mean, mock drafts, always super fun. Love the PFF uh, mock draft simulator system. Um, would realistically would love to land Anthony Richardson. I think the realistic pattern here would be Richardson or Levis. Um, if the simulator wants to get crazy and give me CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if you guys are following here on YouTube, uh, our settings right here is, you know, obviously we're picking number four for the Colts. Uh, we're going to have it a little bit on the slower speed. That way we can kind of talk while the simulator is going to the next pick and you guys can kind of see who's going off the board and get upset there, obviously following along. Uh, some general settings down here, you know, not as much randomness. People are teams are drafting for need and all that. Uh, we do have it set for seven rounds. So we're going to do a whole seven round one here in about 25, 30 minutes. So it should be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, Destin, are you ready to jump in? Let's do this thing. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. So we're starting off this mock draft, guys. For you guys listening on audio, we are hitting start. Uh, the Carolina Panthers take Bryce Young and the Texans take <laughs> Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, some sometimes, man. I mean, <laughs> hey, okay. I'll, I'll, let's be real for a second, though. I mean, so th did that say Bryce Young went first? That's true. It did say Bryce Young went first. So in that situation, I do think the Texans would go Anthony Richardson or maybe I go think, a defender. So. I think this is the only way CJ Stroud comes to Indy. Personally, yeah. um, if this happens, we probably have to get on the phones and get to three because um, <laughs> yeah. then the calls are going to be coming. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I do think if Carolina decides to go Bryce Young, which I've heard there's some things with Tepper um, and that he has some Bryce Young fandom in him. Um, so it, I guess it depends on who's making the decision there. Because if Frank Reich's making the decision, C.J. Stroud's the pick. I, there's just no chance if ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean – He's sitting there. We're, we're looking right at him here. 
Right, right. So we're going to take CJ Stroud for this mock draft. Uh, again, we ex- we fully expect it to go Stroud, then Bryce Young. Uh, and oh, and for the purpose of this draft, guys, we're not going to do any trades. So we're not going to trade up or trade down. Uh, obviously, in this situation, if Stroud were to fall to three, though, we would probably send some picks to care to the Cardinals to move up and get them. Uh, just a good prospect. And obviously you want to get, you want to lock that in, but yeah, for the purpose of this mock draft, I think, I think we're in agreement here, Destin, CJ Stroud. Yep. CJ Stroud. And um, seeing these rankings here, Levis at four is interesting. Um, yeah. But, over Stroud. Over yeah, Stroud. Over Stroud. Um, but I, I think we can lock that in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got that locked in. Will Levis go seven to the Raiders. Uh, a couple of notable picks here. The Titans go a tackle. We got some more tackles going. Nolan Smith going at 16 to Washington. At Ohio State's Pro Day, um, it felt like Vrabel was just like hovering around Paris Johnson like the entire day. Like personally, like it, it, whenever I would see Vrabel in his little vest that he always has, different color, <laughs> um, a different different color for every day of the week. But uh, right. like he was just always hovering around Paris Johnson, who had a really good day at the Pro Day. Yeah, no, phenomenal player, and and yeah, that makes a lot of sense there for the Titans. So getting to our second round pick, again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can slow it down or pause it and see which guys went before us. Uh, but we're going to filter some positions here because we feel like, Destin, you can you can yell at me if you think I'm wrong here, but let's filter between interior offensive line, corner, and wide receiver. I think that's where the Colts are going to go with their second round pick. What do you think? Um, I mean, I think the only one that I would add to it is edge rusher. Um, yeah, we'll throw that. In. We'll throw that in there. Just because it, I think it really depends on like who falls out of the first round. There's going to be a run on certain positions, so it'll just depend on like where the value is. Um, I mean, I'm looking at Will McDonald um, already. Lo- love me some Will McDonald personally. Um, not going to be who I bang the table here for, um, just because of some of these corners. Um, I see you see an edge rusher there as well. Um, Addy, Addy, Addy from Northwestern. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think this is a guy that Chris Ballard would love if he somehow gets to round two. I don't think he's going to be there in round two, uh, but this is a guy where. Especially, especially knowing Chris Ballard and that we're not, we're not picking at 36. Yes, we will. We will put the, stipu- the stipulation here that uh, they're picking at 35 as of right now. 35. Yeah, unless there's a guy there that they absolutely love, which in a second I'll tell you who they might actually love there at 35 and who I think I might be able to talk you into taking here. I don't I don't think they're going to keep this pick. I think they'll move back. But yeah, no, this is interesting. They, they obviously want to go corner, I think, with the needs on the roster. And pro football focus is kind of lower on the guy, but the guy who I think they might go with at corner is Julius Brents, obviously, I think they'll like as well. He might not be here. Where is he? No, he might have already gone. I was going to say Kelly Ringo from from Georgia is who I think that they're going to really love. They've done a lot of work on him this offseason. Big athletic corner. I think that's a guy they go with. Obviously, Julius Brents is an option as well. I know we all love him here in Indy. Uh, He's from the area. uh, Really long athletic corner. So they could go there at corner. Obviously, Will McDonald, FAU, BJ Ojolari at edge. What are you thinking here, Destin? What are you thinking? Steve Avila at guard? I got some interesting um, options. 
I mean, I like Steve Avila. Um, the Colts, for whatever reason, have not decided to fill any needs on the interior line <laughs> at this moment in free agency. Um, right. Lots of needs still there. So, I mean, Steve Avila is a guy I like in round two. Um, I like Joe Tipton. Um, I mean, the report coming out that Ryan Kelly's going to be here kind of makes things a little different um, to where we don't know what they could do there. Um, I love Julius Brents. I think some people listening around think that's a little bit of a reach, but I love Julius Brents. I think he is going to end up being a guy that goes day two. Um, and I could, I think he could hear his name early second. Um, Keely Ringo is a guy who I've been saying for a while. I wish w- would have been here in your mock draft simulator for us. Um, Cause I think he's a guy that Chris Bauer is going to love the speed there. Um, I know he's coming. He has that little bit of effect where it feels like every year, a top corner has a rough game during the college football playoffs. And it, like people just can't get that out of their brain. Um, Keely Ringo had the tough matchup of playing against old Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, um, and that that has left a little bit of sour taste in some people's minds on him. But talented player. Yeah, and I will add to that 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 was the only touchdown he gave up all year was in that game. So Keely Ringo, I think, will be the guy at 35. But if not, I could totally see them moving back and taking a guy like Julius Brent. So I'm going to go with Julius Brent here. I know PFS going to kill us for this, but... I'm going to take Julius Brents here with our second round pick. Uh, And before we go to uh, a little break here, a little intermission, guys, we are going to do our third round pick, uh, and then we'll get to the day three picks. But we're looking good right now. We got corner, and we got our our quarterback of the future. We got a corner. So I think with this next pick, Destin, we almost certainly got to go offense. Like, we obviously, we don't want to force it. But I think wide receiver or interior offensive line is where we almost certainly got to go here. So hopefully we get some talent coming back our way here. We do have to wait a little bit with our – Next pick being a little bit later in the first in the third round because it's Washington's pick at 79. Uh, but yeah, coming about coming up, Marvin Mims just went before us, which sucks. I love Marvin I saw, Mims. I saw Tank Dell went, I saw AT Perry getting a little love there in round three. I know they're taking all of our boys here. Yeah, ooh, I'm not loving this wide receiver crop here. See, so I mean, I like a few of these guys. Um, ooh. I mean, so, so, we, so we've talked a little bit about Rakeem Jarrett. I'm, I'm a Rakeem Jarrett guy. Um, Jonathan Mingo, got to talk with him at the Senior Bowl as well. Really solid guy as well as a player. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about some of these guys, but, I mean, I like – I like Trey Palmer. I like Parker Washington, especially like I think Trey Palmer is a guy who has that big slot ability, but also has that speed um, that you can kind of like rotate him to the Z role if you wanted to not play him in the Y. So I, I like Trey Palmer of the guys that I've seen so far at receiver. I like Parker Washington too. I think Parker Washington is more so where he kind of has to be a slot. Um, more so than a Palmer who has a little bit of flexibility. So it would just kind of depend on where they'd want to go. But those are the two receivers that I see so far that I like the most. Yeah, personally, I would go Jarrett or Mingo here, but I'm going to I'm gonna defer to you here. I think we want some vertical element. We want some speed here. So either Parker Washington or Trey Palmer, I think Ooh. is really interesting. Are you going to give me the final say on the two? I might give it to you. Let me let me oh. look at these guys real quick. So we got 5.4 yards after the catch for Trey Palmer, which is tied for 219th in the nation. 10 drops, which is quite a bit. So not much after the catch. Not much contested catches, but he separates down the field and gets open down the field. Uh, and then when we look at Parker Washington, we got 6.3 yards after the catch, a little bit more. Only three drops, so a little bit more reliable. Depth of target's a little bit lower because he's a slot guy. So two very different receivers here. So Destin, I'll give you the final say. Parker Washington, the slot guy who's underneath, 
or Trey Palmer, the explosive guy over the top? Man, I mean, so looking at Steichen's offense, I mean, I think part of the reason that we kind of see Paris Campbell kind of let go this offseason was the element that he doesn't really take the top off the defense, um, and he was more of a run-after-catch guy. Um, and I think Steichen may be looking for that guy to take off the top. Um I'm high on Trey Palmer. I'm higher on Trey Palmer than most people. So uh, PFF may also not like this. Um, but personally, I would go Palmer over Washington. I like both of them, like I said. But I think Palmer has that ability to where you can move him around to be that slot, a bigger slot. Uh, I believe he's like 6'2", maybe 6'3", even. Um, and he has that ability to kind of slide into the Z roll if they ever needed to as well. So I like Palmer's versatility. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm all with that, actually, too. Trey Palmer, I like the speed, I like the ability to kind of do both things there, like you said. Uh, I think the Colts kind of need that here for Shane Steichen's vertical offense. So, yeah, let's go with Trey Palmer there. Let's go with Trey Palmer. And, guys, coming up, we're going to do day three of this draft as well. So we're going to do the whole darn thing. And before we run out of time, i got to make sure that I let you guys know about our friends over at FanDuel.com. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe and secure and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to who's going to cut down the net. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so let me share the screen again here, guys. We're going to get right back to this mock draft. And uh, so we're going into day three here. And the most important thing to remember with day three is we probably shouldn't limit to positions like we have there on the first couple days, like we were just doing with those first couple picks. So not limited to positions. We're going to go like best player available, maybe get some special teams guys. Um, I'm seeing right here with our, with our fourth round pick, you know, we got some decent players. Parker Washington's still available there. So we can go double dip at wide receiver. Ivan Pace. He's kind of small for, for a Chris Ballard guy, but very, really solid player as well. We got some interesting guys. Oh, we can go the super athletic tight end again. <laughs> Zach Kuntz from, from Old now, Dominion. Now, now Yaya Diaby's a guy that I just can't imagine Chris Bauer's not going to love either. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, we Yaya Diaby. We can go Aiden O'Connell. We can double dip at quarterback. <laughs> I know some people have been saying that we got to do the Kirk Cousins and RG3 thing, but I'm kind of with you on Yaya Diaby. I, I think this is a guy where – you know, he's not going to be a finished product. He's all effort and athleticism right now. Like pass rush win rate, it, it's pretty solid for 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 who he is. Not really good in the run game, but uh, this is a guy where he doesn't really have much in his arsenal. He's just so, so athletic and so much effort. Uh, so I'm intrigued by him. And yeah, I, I like him here in the fourth round. That's where you bet on those traits. Uh, and a guy like Yaya Diaby out of Louisville, the edge rusher, uh, I think that's a good trait to bet on for sure. So Yaya Diaby here on day three. Rolling along here with the fourth round. I think it's going to be a minute until our next pick here because I think we're like the middle or the late fifth round. I yeah, believe. but but it's okay because once we get to the fifth round, we have three. 
um, picks to make in the round. So uh, maybe maybe how they're going to use some of those picks to trade up potentially. Um, yeah. But multiple fifths because of uh, the trade that sent Naeem Hines out of town. Obviously, they got an extra fifth there. Um, and then they recently got an extra fifth for moving Stefan Gilmore. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I like the Yaya Diaby pick. Like I said, a, a guy who is going to be versatile. They can kind of play him on the outside or the inside. That in a athletic freak so it just kind of has uh chris bauer's name all over it um so we haven't taken an alignment yet and it's like an <laughs> offensive lineman zach um i feel like people are have already like clicked off uh because of that so probably an area that we should look into oh yeah no i think uh interior offensive line makes sense you know the 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 love child here of draft twitter all of a sudden has been chandler zavala out of north carolina state this is a guy where I didn't hear one thing about him until about a week ago. And now every single person saying that he's going to be the, the combine snub that's drafted super high numbers look pretty good here. Uh, pass block win rate and pl- pl- uh, pass block grade is really good here. According to pro football focus, uh, bigger guy too, pretty athletic. I think it makes sense. We can go Chandler Zavala here, Jarrett Patterson. If you're biased to your Notre Dame boys uh, for you guys listening, I know a lot of you guys are Notre Dame fans, Jackson Kirkland, I wish was a better prospect than what he is. <laughs> no, I mean Chandler's probably the right pick there. I mean, it all it all becomes different now just like trying to like picture like who they would prioritize, but I mean, I think Chandler has a little bit of that high upside. You're on day 3. Um so any interior lineman you're going to get here is not a day 1 starter. So, um I don't know if you guys can tell that me and Zach are Will Fry fans be because uh <laughs> we decided to let him keep his job. <laughs> Look, I was trying to get us to take interior offensive line earlier, but you know, we, we need to get that wide receiver. We need that third receiver or that fourth receiver, however you want to, however you want to play it. And uh, Julius Brents, I think you and I are both really, really high on that guy. And and the Colts look, whatever you think their need is at right guard right now, their need at corner is even bigger. Like their need at corner is huge right now. Dallas flowers is currently a starting corner and I like Dallas flowers. I hope he's awesome, but they need another corner, like really bad. So I don't hate what we've done. I could totally see it happening. I just think in this scenario, you probably need to grab another veteran. You know, that's another veteran out there for for offensive line depth. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you definitely got to. Um, you, we're gonna have to eventually. But I mean, how how the board fell, it fell. Um, I mean, and I feel like this is a win in the draft, no matter what. We, we got CJ Stroud at four. Yeah, yeah. I want to go corner again. I'm. I might overrule you here. I, might, hey, I, want I, to go I love I love this corner class. Starling Thomas the fifth here from UAB. This is a guy where uh, me and me and Hag are going to talk about him at some point this offseason. So Hag has known this guy since he was in ninth grade, uh, and he was telling me he's a like a world class like sprinter when he was younger. And he's been telling me that this is the next Isaiah Rogers. Uh, if you look at him, uh, completion percentage when targeted last year thirty seven percent. Forced incompletion last year was seventeen, which is eighth in the entire country. Uh, very, very few missed tackles. Like this is a guy where he was just locking it down last year for UAB. And then he ran a four, two, eight the other day uh, at his pro day. Now he's not very big. That's where obviously Hag, when he was telling me was saying that this is going to be the next Isaiah Rogers. Cause he's not very big, but I think as a, you know, what are we in the fifth round here? A fifth round special teamer that has, has some upside and compete with Dallas flowers for cornerback four. Like I'm, I'm all for Starling Thomas here. Yeah, I mean, I like Starlin Thomas too. Um, I know he already has a reported uh, 
Um, I don't know if it was a top 30, but he has some sort of meeting scheduled already with the Colts coming up. So there is that reported interest there as well. Yep, yep. I believe it is a top 30. Uh, Colts like to use their top 30s and guys who got snubbed from the combine and had good pro days. So they like to get them in there for extra information and stuff. So yeah, I believe it is uh, a top 30 visit. Now we can go kind of any direction here. We've got two corners. I feel good about that. We've got our interior offensive line. We've got a wide receiver. We could use another wide receiver, honestly. I say, yeah, we could use another receiver. Um, it's not a Chris Bauer draft if we don't draft a linebacker on day three. Um, yeah, so that's true. Lots of different areas to kind of just look at there. Um, I, I think a linebacker spot that I think is not being talked about a lot that's a need on this team is still coverage ability. Um, there, with the loss of Bobby going over to New York. Um, I think that's an area where um, Zaire Franklin had a good year last year, not a coverage guy. Um, Shaquille Leonard is going to be coming back from an injury, so we still aren't really sure um, what sh- version of Shaquille Leonard we're going to get. Um, but that, that's an element to me that coverage and Aub- Aubrey Miller does check the coverage <laughs> box. Uh, <laughs> he, he, yeah. does, he does check the coverage box. Um, um, a Jackson State product, so um, Deion Sanders obviously uh, having an impact there. Um, but um, Aubrey, Aubrey Miller is a guy that on day three would check the coverage box at the linebacker spot, and they definitely have that need there. Yeah, and you know, Jackson State, they get these guys playing special teams and stuff. So, yeah, Aubrey Miller Jr., I think this is an interesting guy to take. Now, I will say before I make this pick, because we will end up taking Aubrey Miller, he's not in this guide here, but Zyra Barnes out of Western Michigan is a guy that has a top 30 visit with the Colts, getting a lot of interest. He's going to be a 10-plus year special teamer who can play some linebacker. So keep an eye on him. Uh, but Aubrey Miller Jr., yeah, I'm all for that here. We'll see if PFF loves it at the end of the draft. But yeah, I'm all for that here. They need more in the linebacker group. I agree with you. Uh, I like JoJo Doman for special teams, and I like Grant Stewart for special teams. But just getting another guy in there, whether it's a pick or an undrafted free agent that can play a little bit, like and just add that competition. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, but it, it's just a spot that isn't like talked about a lot to me still. I mean, I, I Bobby leaving was a big one, obviously, but we got EJ Speed back. Um, so we'll kind of see like how they want to rotate guys in and out. But I think getting a guy with coverage ability there was a big win. Um, but um, obviously, we did not have a six rounder there. We had three fifths. Um, so they make up for it. Um, so I think this is the last one, right? Uh, no, two picks in the seventh two because seventh. of. Um... Uh, who was it? The Grant Stewart trade. The Colts traded their sixth for Grant Stewart in the Buccaneers yeah, seventh. seventh. Yep. Yep. So we have a couple things here. Now these are seventh round picks. So we could go for like a really high upside wide receiver. We know that. Ooh, here we go. Darius Davis from TCU. Now, if you guys don't know about this guy here, Darius Davis had, I think three punt return touchdowns last year for TCU. Uh, he's had, I think like six return touchdowns in his career. Great special teams player, super athletic that's who I would want to go with. And then I see the guy below is who you probably want to go with here, Destin. I, I am a Jalen Wayne fan, man. J- Jalen Wayne, um, obviously um, his cousin slash uncle um, is Reggie Wayne, um, the Colts receiver coach. I do know there is interest um, there. Um, a guy who really is new to the sport of football still, um, really only picked up the game of football his sophomore, junior year of high school after kind of figuring out that being a 6'2", 6'3", guard, probably wasn't going to get him anywhere with the NBA as 
as that's moving. So he made the adjustment to receiver. Um, still really new there, so his route tree isn't as developed as you may like, but has the athletic features already, um, has the big catch radius that you'd want to see. Um, man, there's a lot of people still here. Um, Payne, Payne Durham is not going to be drafted in the seventh round, guys. No. I'm telling you that right now. Payne, Payne Durham will not be going in the seventh round. They do need, We do need a blocking tight end. I thought the Colts would add it via free agency. Um, they have not went that route. Payne, Payne Durham is a really great blocker. Um, I, I know you got to talk with him recently, and he kind of got to talk a little bit about how um, he he looks at Jack Doyle's game a lot um, when, when looking at his own. So the Colts have been missing him quite a bit. Um, we can go fullback. Hunter Lupke from, from North Dakota State. He's awesome. We could go hey. there. <laughs> hey, 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 did the Eagles have a fullback like listed last year? No, but they they use their tight ends kind of rolling back yeah. and stuff like that quite a bit. So um, Jalen Wayne, I like. Uh, I think he's probably more undrafted free agent um, just because his testing numbers I don't think wowed, and he didn't obviously yeah. um, do a bunch. So let's go Darius Davis here just for the special teams ability because we know we know the Colts love return guys late, and they love and you know what the Colts don't really have a punt returner on the roster right now. You know Dallas Flowers can do a little bit of it. Isaiah McKenzie obviously has done it in the past, but. Darius Davis from day one could be a top tier punt returner. So let's go Darius Davis here. Uh, but I do like the info you gave on Jalen Wayne. Obviously, you guys can go check out the Horseshoe Huddle uh, YouTube channel, that interview that Destin and Rashad did with Jalen Wayne. And it wouldn't shock me whatsoever if he ended up here in Indy. Yeah, Jalen's a great guy um, to talk to and just... All, like I said earlier, new to the sport of football still, but very raw prospect that I could see uh, his cousin Reggie having a little bit of interest in bringing over. But, man, Aiden O'Connell is just sitting there, man, uh, <laughs> like every, every round. Um, so, I mean, there's still a couple needs left. I mean, the the blocking tight end element's still there if they wanted to use a draft pick to fill that. Um, I think getting a running back that may have a little bit more uh, – pass catching ability maybe an area that they could look at on day three um hunter loopke loopke hunter the the fullback (laughs) if if you wanted to go fullback that that is an element um tyon evans is a guy who's he's fun evan hole i can't imagine evan hole is going to make it to the seventh and in in live action though no, because he's such a high-level special teamer as well. Yeah. And that that's just going to push him up because he's a guy where you can throw him out there to run down punts and stuff like that and run down kicks and also return kicks. Uh, so Evan Hull, I think, won't be here come draft day, but you never know. Uh, obviously, again, these mock draft simulators are not perfect. Uh, let's go Evan Hull, though, just for for S and Gs. You know, like I think this is a guy who could be a high-level. Uh, look, the Colts love special teamers on day three. So getting a guy like Evan Hull and Darius Davis there in round seven, like your special teams are set. Uh, and and again, guys, if you guys are doing these mock draft simulator, simulators and taking guys in round seven that you think are going to be day one starters, that's not really, I mean, outside of Rodney Thomas, apparently. Rodney Thomas somehow can do it. But for the most part, that's not the way the NFL really works. Typically, you're taking guys in round seven to be special teamers and getting two high level guys like that there in round seven, I think is a good thing. So we're yeah, about to wrap this up. Rip us. I yeah. just know it. I just know it. <laughs> they are. We're about to wrap this up guys. Let's see how PFF grades our draft. Again, I, I care more about your guys grade than, than PFF's grade. So let us know in the comments, what you think about this draft. Again, I'm sure it's going to be great. Cause we got CJ Stroud super high, uh, but man, PFF, come on, get the grade in.
they really don't like it. That's why it's taken so long. They they just really there we, go. <laughs> we got roasted. Hey, the A plus, the A plus early helps. Um, so CJ Stroud got us an A plus. Julius Brents got us an F. Trey Palmer got us a D. Yaya Diaby got us an F. <laughs> I think this is a good draft. I don't know. Hey, hey. I think this is a very Chris Ballard draft as well. I mean, I think this is a very realistic haul that could happen. So outside of Stroud at four, that 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 uh, tipped the scales a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I I said it when I when I took Palmer. I like Palmer more than a lot of people. Um, so I could see um, PFF not liking it. Um, but I mean, Julius Brents is one of my guys. I mean, I think Julius Brents has taken on just all of Twitter is one of their guys now, but Julius Brintz was a star at the, at the senior bowl when I was down there in mobile. Um, and he had a really solid combine as well. And he's an indie kid. He's an indie kid. I mean, it just, it just makes so much sense for the Colts to go that route, even if it's a little early in round two. Yeah. At the end of the day, if they come around, come away with the first two picks with CJ Stroud and Julius Brents, I'm, I'm doing front flips. I'm pumped. So let us know what you guys think in the comments. What do you think about this draft? Are you all for the CJ Stroud pick? Or even if you guys replace that with Anthony Richardson, let us know in the comments. We'll keep doing some fun stuff like this in the future. But uh, sorry if today's episode was a little bit choppy. This is our first time doing this. We wanted to try to try to throw this in there. And I hope for all you audio guys there, it was a little bit easier to, to follow along. Obviously, I know for YouTube and video, it's going to be very easy to follow along because you actually had the thing right there in front of you. But that's all we have for today, guys. We'll be back with you tomorrow as we keep diving into draft preparation and the latest Colts buzz. Again, Destin, did you, I think you hit Ball State on Monday. Uh, and then Tuesday, did you hit Louisville today? Yeah, so I, was, so I was supposed to be out there. Um, I, I actually had a sick kid at home. Uh, um, so, okay. I, so I've been grounded this week, but I was at Ohio State and I was at Kentucky last week. Um, so on the Horseshoe Huddle um, page, we even have the full media availability with Will Levis posted. Um, so if you're a Will Levis person and when you're listening, make sure you guys take a listen to that because he had a lot to say about the Colts. There was a good representation from the indie media um, there in Kentucky. So he had a lot of Colts questions to answer. So and even a question about a person he looks at as a mentor in Peyton Manning. There you go. There you go. So, and then uh, for the rest of the week, when it comes to just the pro day schedule, Rashad is going to be at LSU tomorrow. I'm going to be at Maryland tomorrow and Jake is going to be over at Tennessee on Thursday. So make sure you guys are following along at locked on Colts at Jake Arthur NFL at Zach Hicks two and at the Destin Adams there on Twitter. Also subscribe to locked on Colts podcast on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. And thank you for making locked on Colts your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked on NFL scouting with the draft dudes from free agency to the draft to salary cap management and more join NFL experts, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday, find locked on NFL scouting with the draft dudes, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow, tomorrow. If my voice doesn't crack tomorrow, we'll see you tomorrow.